0: Welcome to Just Two Guys with Cody Castillo and myself, Leo yeah. King. Heyo. Cody, Castillo's Cody Castillo forward slash Cody Castillo at YouTube.com. We have a special guest here, Michael Gray. Hi. He's uh, an SPSCC film professor. Yep. And he is very involved with the film community in Olympia. Yeah. Yep. Super involved, if I might add
1: i i try to stay busy yeah. <laughs> you're that's on the board of the busy. ofc yes um
2: you are which was previously mentioned you are a film professor at SBSEC. and you have a phd
1: i do i do is not in, doctor well, uh, dr. Gray?
2: dr gray that's how we have to introduce him in the title you know of the
1: what? video restart. Dr. restart i can't <laughs> i can't heal people <laughs> with
0: my doctor. i mean maybe alternative medicine
1: <laughs> you know, they they wanted to do reiki on my dog, so I'm not gonna say what 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 doggy clinic. I like that, but okay. I think kind of is like mm, yeah yeah sure we'll get back to you yeah <laughs> healing on energy the dog reiki
0: oh god um so what we like to do on the podcast is we're we we talk about anything so mm-hmm. it's kind of like a little bit film centric because Cody and I obviously are both in the film and we right. generally have film guests on Mm -hmm. um but it's pretty free form so we can we talk about anything if there's any interesting issues you want to talk about or anything like that but also what we like to do is we like to ask our guests if they have any movies that they would like to talk about and then we all try to watch it and then we can talk about it so the movie that our guest picked michael gray is gemini now yeah I have a question. Real quick. Yeah. So do I. Go ahead. Why did you pick Gemini? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I liked it. Okay.
1: Yeah. I I liked it. Um, I liked it for a couple reasons. Um, uh, from a, a a low budget filmmaking standpoint, it's obviously a, a film that doesn't have a big budget. Yeah. Okay. It does a lot, not with with that. Uh, the story sort of falls down for me at the end, mm. but. I don't know. It's like who watches film noir for a story, <laughs> uh, uh, because <clears throat> that's not really the point. Yeah, I don't think. And I thought it didn't really maybe hold up if you wanted to pick the plot apart, mm-hmm. but it was enough of a twist. It's like okay, yeah, they did that thing. But what I really liked about it, I liked. Uh, I liked how it looked. Um, mm-hmm. I liked. Uh, I, I, I liked some of the lighting. They had one really great set that they just really ran with uh, the mansion and then i also thought it was interesting i thought it was an interesting uh character choice and i really loved the dialogue in it i liked the fact that they had um uh two very strong female characters and it wasn't hard-boiled dialogue it reminded me a lot of my wife loves the podcast my favorite murder I don't know if you've either of you have I've heard it. of it, okay. yeah. But it kind of had this weird vibe, like these two people were in this car, and it didn't have that hard boil feel. I just thought it was a fresh take, and I really, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, everything up until I think it's like the last ten minutes is like okay, whatever. You know, yeah. they they, they kind of had to wrap it up, but I liked a lot of the other elements. So yeah. that's yeah. what spoke to me about it.
2: I'd love to talk actually about the dialogue because I want to know. I really loved the dialogue, and I loved how it revealed certain things about how the plot was going to progress. Yeah. Uh, for example, when uh, she's meeting, what's the the uh, the main character's name? Uh, I can't remember. The main yeah, the main character she has a name. I'm just called the main character. <laughs> um. Uh. And. Jill. Jill. Okay, Jill. Uh, she's an assistant for. Uh, gosh, and all the names are Heather. going away. Zoe, Heather? there.
0: Jo- Zoe Kravitz. Character.
2: And then Zoe Kravitz, who's her love interest? Tracy, Tracy. Okay, so Tracy, when she's like, she like leans over into Tracy's car as they, they're leaving the karaoke bar, and she's like, oh, I miss you so much, and Tracy's like, I'm going to the cabin yeah, this yeah. week. And then she's in the car yeah. with um, uh, Jill, and she, they're just talking about how, and then, you know, about how uh, uh, the, the, the main star, dude, I'm not doing a good job here, the main star, or, or Jill. the, uh, Jill is talking to her yeah. client, or her, who she's an assistant to. You know what I'm talking about here? Yeah, yeah. A little, yeah. Bit, <laughs> a little bit confused. She's so in the car she's talking the to the
0: movie star. Yeah, talking to the movie yeah, star. Her, they're like, they're like I really good friends. Best friends yeah, kind of. absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. she's talking
2: to the movie star, and the movie yep. star says, "I'm going to the cabin this way." But there's a way that the dialogue kind of like revealed certain things about how the plot, you know, progressed.
0: Like it was planting. It was planting
2: all these little. It kind was of,
1: planting, but it didn't do it. And maybe that was one of the things that was really fresh to me about it, because you're right. I mean, it did sort of plant these ideas, but it. It didn't feel like, I don't know, sometimes it's so heavy-handed yeah, yeah. when you're getting that, those hints and the way that it was done, like even when you knew things were, when somebody said something like, ooh, that's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't delivered in that way. Yeah, it yeah. felt very conversational mm-hmm. and almost, I don't know, like nobody's really invested in it. I just thought it was <clears> interesting and it was something that I – have seen done in other films but not in that type of genre right story but i i love the dialogue yeah it was one of the things that really spoke to me about about the film it was excellent
2: and there's there's like a subtlety where they just don't emphasize certain things that if you were just in you know a normal situation there wouldn't be emphasis on they even do that with the camera work. Like I think when she's going up the elevator, it was super subtle. And she she saw the car, the cop car, as she's going back to her house after yeah. she, you know, had seen what had happened. And she's going back to uh, her house and she, or her apartment rather, yeah. and she sees the cop car and she's like, oh okay. And then she goes up the elevator and then she just hears the sound of like the cops walkie talkies. Yeah, I just love those little subtleties.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. No, it was it was a subtle movie. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. See i'm gonna be the bad (laughs) guy because i think i was in a very critical mood when i watched this and as i okay i'll say the things i liked about it yeah it was like a murder mystery kind of and it was that that was the that was the part i probably liked the most about it was i was kind of like like who did do this Mm -hmm. And what did happen? What did unfold? Because I couldn't get a good read on the main character. Mm-hmm. And like, is she conniving? Are we going to see kind of a conniving side of her? Or yeah. some? there's some motive? There didn't seem to be a good motive. She seemed like just a genuine mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, was it the paparazzi? And then the detective kind of... Or not the detective, sorry. The, the director is kind of like, well, it can't be me because... This and this And it can't be Devin Because he's too obvious And yeah. she's like oh, You gotta <laughs> not think of this Like a script or whatever mm-hmm. <clears throat> But uh, but then So I like that part of it Because yeah. it was kind of like You know Maybe this person Kind of gets a little bit nervous Runs away from the cops Doesn't know what she's in for Is the number one suspect And then all of a sudden um, She starts to Figure things out mm-hmm. And uh, But yeah I do agree that the ending I was You know It was kind of like all right, yeah, but I but I did like that. I just yeah, tying it up neater. But the camera work was beautiful. I don't know the budget. If it's low budget, that makes me kind of put it in a better category. Do you know how much it was?
1: I don't. It looks low budget to me. That's what I. And one of the thought, reasons yeah. why it looked low budget to me, I was um, I recently got a new TV about a year yeah. ago, and it's changed my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the I don't know if it was the compression. Yeah. Or what, but you could see in some of the colors it looked like I don't know what it was shot on, but it just didn't always look it looked like they were doing some stuff with post and yeah. some stuff practically yeah. but it was kind of a little bit it felt low run. Like I specifically yeah. I think I had that impression when I was watching the title sequence,
3: mm, yeah.
1: Some of it felt, it just felt cheap. It didn't look bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't yeah. look bad, but no, no, it no. felt like it was done on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, something that I would sometimes see in, like, you know, somebody who's a bit savvy with, yeah, uh, in some student films, some yeah. well done <laughs> student films. Yeah, um, some good camera work. Yeah, but but that was uh, I don't know what the budget was, but I had never, I think, uh, the uh, Kravitz. Yeah, she's. Uh, been in stuff, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, she's, she's that. I can't even think of his name, but the the rock star's daughter, Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz. Leni Kravitz yeah. yeah, she's been in stuff for sure. Are you gonna come I think way? She's, yeah, yeah. She's been in. I think she was in Sucker Baby, Sucker Punch. Well, was she? I don't she know. She was, in, <clears> she was in. She was in. She's kind of been in stuff like that. I don't she's don't been. Know if she's never been a lead like this. She's been. Sh- well, not I don't know. She was the lead.
2: Have you guys seen the newest like, what is it Fantastic Beasts movie? She was in that. No, she's not yeah, she's seen in it. that. Yeah uh major role or yeah pretty major yeah pretty significant so
1: so she i i don't know i i am i'm generally down or or not as well versed when anybody who is i don't know like coming i guess past the year 2000
2: yeah no she's coming up she's 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 you know people know her people see her they're like yeah she was in um oh yeah she wasn't the one in in creed was she no that's Gosh, I thought she was. But anyways. Um,
1: Are you looking up the budget? Yeah.
0: The box office
1: is 200000 So I, I'm guessing it was probably limited release.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was probably a pretty small budget. And there mm-hmm. was not really anyone in it that kind of was huge. I mean, there was the, oh, what's that guy's name? The guy from Harold and Kumar, the detective. Okay. He's kind of big.
1: Yeah,
2: he was in what searching. Yeah, he was in searching. Yeah, yes. he was in searching. I liked him. Yeah, he was good.
1: And he also didn't have a lot of, you know, while they were the other thing he kind of suggested to me that it was lower budget. They they had that one set that they really used well, right. but then they didn't yep. do a lot of things yep. that get production wise expensive. Mm-hmm. No. So they're sort of cutting corners, you know, by showing yeah. you just little things, not having big crowd scenes. I don't nope. recall. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Anything like that, where it got from a production standpoint, which can be money, so they're just primarily paying the two stars, and then two, also the fact that it's pretty dialogue heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, those are sort of almost. But I'm, I'm curious, box office mojo sometimes lists what. I don't know if you ever look at box office mojo, but you you didn't you didn't like it as much, Leo
0: no yeah i i felt like i felt like i was the person that you're saying that it's easy to rip it apart Mm. and i was in that frame of mind and i'm not always like that so i want to be careful with picking it apart too much because if it is low budget then i have a much lower standard and not in a bad way just in a way of like yeah that meets my expectations and it makes sense because a lot of the shots were shallow focus and it was you know like even i can remember seeing in like the scene where he's with the detective and they're sitting getting coffee all the extras you know there's Mm -hmm. only like i I never counted more than like six extras in the background you know what i mean yeah and so and it was a lot of like tight frames or if it wasn't a tight frame it was just her and you know the mansion or the building or on the bike right it was just one cop following her and so i like that but there were some things that didn't make sense, but it was one of those movies where I thought I really liked her trying to figure out the mystery and us right. being with her on that journey. But yeah, it definitely had concerns like the the uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the audio, the the score. Oh yeah. All I heard was like, an amateur fruit loops guy every once in a while where it's just the hi-hat going way too loud and i'm like dude die back bro it comes up like five or six
1: times what's an amateur fruit loops guy
0: so fruit loops is oh you mean like the program the program okay yeah the program so it's just like because i had but you know buddies who get on fruit loops they make their beats and it's just i'm like yeah that down. That's not so that's, no, that's not okay for me. Really, that took you out of it. That took me out of it cuz that was too much. And I liked the other things that were going on with that, but that t- 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 didn't like it. Um and then her outfit, her disguise. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, really her bangs? disguise. Yeah, it's <laughs> fire. Yeah, 100%. Mind. I thought that I was like, dude, really? <laughs> that, that goofy hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was too much, me. But uh but what yeah. But I like the I like the interaction at the beginning. I thought that scene was set a good tension. The, oh, the creepy okay. fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. the super fan. I love that interaction. And yeah. then I really love the paparazzi that they like knew on a name basis. Yeah. Like, they're like, Stan, come on, leave us alone. I thought I was like, you know what, yeah. that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. Just like that you know paparazzi.
2: Mm-hmm. Does a really good job of like capturing the paranoia of being a celebrity, I think. Even with like the yeah. motion sensor light. You know, she's staring out the window. She's like, oh my God, Jill, the light just came on. It was just, that was good. I was just like little things like that. I guess that's what I was attracted to so much about the film was the subtlety of it. But uh, I don't know. It was just a very like, you know, really quiet. And it, it knew why it wanted to be quiet. And I think it did it really well. But, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I I liked it. It's two thousand seventeen. Yeah, it doesn't say the budget. <clears throat> doesn't say the budget.
2: But it came. It was in. It was at the Capitol Theater this year.
0: Yeah, opening weekend thirty
2: two thousand. Yeah. Oh, earlier.
1: And, and wait, uh, O-OFS? OFS, Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, it must have been a. It oh, was, a, it yeah. was a, yeah. low budget. What did you say?
0: Uh, the opening weekend was thirty two thousand yeah. and it, domestic two hundred thousand. So it must have been low budget. Hundred percent. Even if it was a you know a million, that's yeah. not a lot. Yeah. Or five million. Mm-hmm. But uh there's nothing you didn't like. How do you sh- why do you shoot someone five times? Can anyone <laughs> answer that question? Dude, you gotta get the job done because that <laughs> made me gotta get the job. That, that made me done. go. That made me go. Is she a psycho? Dude, don't here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't give a loaded gun to your friends.
2: Right. There, I mean, there is a logical, and then go go drinking out afterwards. Yeah. Like really, that's something yeah. you're gonna want to do. That's smart, you know. Yeah. Like I get it, you're paranoid, but have her go buy a gun. She's a celebrity. Yeah, she has the money. She can go buy a gun. I don't know. That's what uh, I yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, but, but I, get it, I get it. I get it. I mean, yeah, I get it. But you know, but it's
0: fun.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, good.
1: Cool. Oh, uh, I just only thing I I thought just the end. Just the,
3: just the end the, was the, the plot. Only one. Yeah,
1: it just felt like um, you know, it reminds me of like. Uh, have a a scanner darkly uh, Mm. Mm, mm, mm. The link later. Yeah. Uh, adaptation of the Phil K Dick book. Yeah. My brother and I both big Phil K Dick fans. And I don't, I can't even remember the ending of the book, but it just feels like the end of the movie. It's like, they just throw the audience a bone. It's like, here you go. Yeah. Let's
3: wrap
1: it up. (laughs) Let's wrap it up. Done. Yeah. (laughs) But it was (laughs) sort of felt a bit, I don't know that I didn't really like. Um, uh, but other than that I don't know You know It was A, a lot of it worked for me Yeah yeah. So I'll have to go back and listen the, to The, ju- the journey the Oh yeah, yeah
3: To, to the, to the, to the <laughs> Fruit Loops <laughs> <duty. laughs> it's so loud Um. Yeah the
0: Yeah ending, the, the ending threw me off too um, And the other thing that reminded me of The Five Bullets Was her dressed up immediately All in leather to drive the bike Yeah it's like, how did she get all that stuff? <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, did you get a chance to watch? I did. How you much watched. did you watch?
1: Uh, of uh, what's his name?
0: Uh, Neil Breen.
1: Neil Breen. Neil Breen.
0: So there's yeah. a movie. Everybody called "Fateful Findings" by Neil Breen. It, it might as well be uh, the spitting image of like a Tommy Wiseau, The Room type film.
2: No, I would say it's actually a spiritual masterpiece. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is, it is, it is spiritual successor. But I think it was way before yeah. it actually. I think it was in the '90s. But they're one and the same. Wait, come from the same cloth. When did The Room come out? I want to say late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, 2001, 90s, 2000, 2001, 2000. Yeah, maybe. This 90. came out
2: after that, or
1: no, before, before that?
0: Before. I think so. Really? I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Sorry. Um, how much did you watch of it?
1: About twenty minutes. Okay, that's uh, enough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it like a web series. I've decided. Um, <laughs> that's enough to kind of yeah. dip
2: in and out of this you, universe. You, you
0: know what the film's about,
2: though, when you see it, even in the first like twenty to thirty minutes of the film. Oh no,
0: 2013. No, like, 2013. Way. Early. Yeah. Okay. Just looks. Dated. Oh, it looks super <laughs> dated. Can I just
2: say that Neil Brain? Have you guys seen any of his other films?
0: No. Oh man.
2: Is, is he? Is he? He's a wonder. He's he's this guy. He did one about he was just in the desert the whole time, he's like just climbing on rocks forever. <laughs> it's just incredible. And then he like turns into Jesus. It's fantastic.
1: Well, the, I mean, some of it, you know, when I was watching it, it wasn't completely. I mean, it was not great. <laughs> 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 there, there were some issues. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it didn't look like he he wasn't shooting it on a DV camera. And he did mm-hmm. have, he had a location, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah the house. Yeah, in mm-hmm. yeah. um, the desert. Yeah, and the the, the woods. Where he yeah. has the woods and where that where the camel skull or not camel skull, the, yeah. the uh, ram skull there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: wasn't there a shot where he was like the White House was in the background? But it was green screen, obviously. And he's on the podium. Forgetting that one. That's the end. That's yeah. the
0: end. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he wouldn't. Have oh that. shoot! Sorry. It yeah. gets way, That's way. It gets crazy. Um. It gets real long. Did you see the laptops though? The mm-hmm. four laptops. Oh, I haven't seen laptops okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I told you about this at uh, the the education thing. Uh He always has So imagine That's I have it. a laptop to the right of me To the left of me And then there's one here And then there's one here on like a higher shelf And he's always working on them yeah, And typing novels mm-hmm. <laughs> But They're always off yeah. They're <laughs> never on And he's always throwing them on the ground
2: Just like spilling coffee just all spilling over coffee. him Just like
1: shaking his hand just, But they're always
0: fine <laughs> Yeah, they're totally fine They're always set up in the exact same way yeah. Every time the scene comes I from. think
1: when you told me about it originally I was thinking that it was going to be I was thinking it was going to be really low production. I mean, there there is some production. Weird. Some. like I, <laughs> Wait. I, I, I mean, how much lower <laughs> I, I, mean, uh, I, I guess I have it's really as low. As close as you can get, I, I think. I, I have really low <laughs> Dude, expectations. I think that's what we're learning here for anyone. <laughs> I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 bought a big book. Yeah, he Yeah, he's yeah he bought to, a big book for sure. That's Made a big some, book. Yeah. thoughts book. words. I don't totally know if I would have seen the dust being sprinkled. <laughs> right. I had to look very closely. Oh man. Okay,
0: so where where do you what's the last that you remember of it? So I can know um, what you've seen.
1: Well, so he got hit by a car. Yeah, yeah uh, that's uh, great. Um, and the and the okay. girl comes out in the hills. Yeah. And the people are just looking. at <laughs> <laughs> and there is a tendency for people to say things over and over, and sometimes yeah, just, the same thing. Like, are you there? Are I'm you there? there. <laughs> Shout out BlackBerry. Are you there? Hello? Are you there? Is he all right? Is he? A- shoes. <laughs> shoes. Dead shoes. It's all
0: deadpan. Yeah. <laughs> but do, okay, did you notice the scene right before he steps? Because me and my friend watch terrible movies and we make fun of them.
1: That all the people aren't there. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wondered. I
1: wondered when I when that happened, I thought, oh, is this like a different reality? Yeah. <laughs> you might be given
3: a I think little bit. Yeah. No, definitely. I think it is. no maybe. It's his reality. His reality yeah. it's Neil breeds. It's reality. great how his
2: total like stoicism is just transferred to on screen. There's just it is just a one note and I love it. He's
0: you can't make something like this. No. I none of us could. <laughs> Only Neil Breen.
1: Only can
2: make Neil
0: Breen. Yeah. He's okay, a so one he's like he's a powerhouse
2: though. So how yeah. many
1: movies has he made?
2: He's made quite a few. He's like at least three or four. And they do get larger in budget because after Faithful Findings he blew up and then he did yeah. like a Kickstarter or something. Oh yeah. And then he got like two, ten thousand, twenty thousand ten thousand? Twenty thousand or something. I
0: mean, yeah. Tommy Rousseau can mm-hmm blow up yeah. this guy is this guy's making
2: you, me
1: definitely do you know up. where he's based or is he la or i think he's i think he's la
0: now
2: um i don't know let me look him up real quick. <laughs> he, he
0: does not um, at
2: this. he's done sick i have not seen that one
0: Okay, so you saw the the car hitting him. Yeah, is that the last scene?
1: Uh, no. Then he was in the hospital. Yeah, and this crazy mask. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, like the, the Opera mask. He gets the obsidian six sided die thing. <laughs> it's in his hand. Oh, I I like when they um they did a series of shots. Like they always do these cutaways where they'll double the motion again. Mm-hmm, yeah, like maybe you miss it the first time. Like here. He's going to clutch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just clutch so you, it again. In case you didn't yeah. catch it the first time. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not like Gemini. Did you see the no, doctor? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you see the
0: doctor come in?
1: I did. Oh, she's got yeah. the
0: bracelet on? Yeah.
1: Yeah. She she to, to, she's, I did kind of... I was thinking, okay, I... Like, but she comes in, and then she says... At the end, end of the scene, they're like, the neurologist is going to see him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she comes in, she says, Yeah, I'll check in on him, but he's not my patient. Mm-hmm. For
0: no reason. Yeah. Who, who was that? And hey, then wh- she <laughs>
1: left, and then she came back in. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing maybe there's some sort of connection. Maybe. Because Her- of the bracelet.
0: Yeah. Hey, hey, Neil Breed, why would a doctor do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, she. do you know who she is, though?
1: I'm, I'm guessing the friend.
0: Yeah, the girl at the beginning. Yeah, right. The little girl. The, bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
1: even hard to wave like that. Yeah, I know, right?
0: That's <laughs> real skill. That's Dude. a real skill to do that. And then he turns into an old man. Yeah. And she turns into a beautiful woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little. doesn't make sense. Um, but it's no. Like 2001, this, but not. This movie. Oh, my. God. So, okay, what else do you see? So, you see that.
1: Yeah, Do you and see now, where he goes home to his wife. No, no, I saw him. I stopped it when he was he was touching the face mask. He was getting up. He was coming back. Yeah, and I did wonder, is it sort of common practice for that much oxygen to be in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: at least like, mm-hmm. and who rips off and just immediately? Yeah, I don't just.
1: Know. And I, I did have a moment of pain. I... Yeah. A moment of pain <laughs> hey, ripping that, ripping that IVL. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't like. That. Too. I got food poisoning in college and they oh, really? put me oh, an IV, really? and yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. Yeah, and uh, had to yank that IV
3: Yo. out. Ooh.
0: No, don't like needles. Mm-mm, that's fair. Yep. Last time I had blood work, I passed out. Um, <laughs> for if you, but if you watch oh, the rest of this movie, you'll have more pain. Yeah, full okay. moments, mm-hmm. not like that, but better and worse in the same way. My
2: question is, why do you think it's called
0: Fateful Findings?
1: I assumed uh, something maybe with the beginning and they the magic mushroom. <laughs> the magic <laughs> mushroom. <laughs> right. Jesus, that dissolves so Dude. many times. Oh, man. It's incredible. The fate of the cube. There's a magic mushroom, or there's a mushroom. Two children at the start of the film find a mushroom, and then it reveals a little box of goodies. Yeah. And then the young know. girl says they remove the obsidian. Dice, mm-hmm. yeah. And then she says, "We must put things back." And she puts her pieces of bracelet in
3: there. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I think she kept the bracelet. The bracelet was outside. Okay. And she was like,
1: oh, "And like puts it around her wrist." Okay.
0: Yeah. Kept it. Yeah. But but he took. But he but they put all that stuff back in the box. That oh. was in the box. The bracelet was
1: outside, like okay. to the left of it. Mm-hmm.
0: But um. But didn't that smoke? Did you see that smoke effect? I did.
1: I did. <laughs> this up a like a small casper <laughs> yeah a small casper <laughs> yeah dude you think it'll make sense eventually well doesn't it, it doesn't? also kind of it comes out of the blackberry doesn't it
0: i oh it kind of does yeah or it yes. does something it's, in that
1: scene with his i can't remember now blackberry
0: but a blackberry 2013 still yeah that's Ooh. still old i wonder where he did get all those laptops though probably off like craigslist oh right? they looked like they were beaten. Uh, yeah, those are yeah. old laptops. They were old. But, but, I mean, you know what I mean? He's a novelist. Okay. He's a novelist, but he has not like, on every shelf. I'm going to... Do you care if we spoil a little bit of it? No. Okay. So, <laughs> murder happens in this movie. Oh, eventually. yeah. Murder happens. It gets real dark. Addiction. We cover addiction yep. in it. Uh, we cover suicide. Suicide happening? Suicide. Suicide happens. attempted. Attempted sure. suicide. Yeah. Infidelity. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least it's mentioned. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then here's the big one. So he's a novelist.
3: It's
2: mm-hmm. his job. Yeah.
0: But, you know, his next venture is government hacking. Yeah. You know what he's hacking the government? They got big secrets. <laughs> They're never revealed. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's big secrets. Here's the last scene, Mike. It's him, <laughs> it's him on a podium. <laughs> Like, the White House is behind him. All the flags all, are behind him. All these politicians, yeah. like six politicians, like girls, guys, you know, they just look like they're from Wall Street or something. And he's talking about how he breaks this big story. And then we cut to them, each one individually saying a couple words about, like, oh, he got me, blah, blah, blah. And yeah.
2: Yep. They all and they're in public. They're out in the open. They're in that press conference too. They're just like, "Oh, he got me. He 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 revealed those big secrets, and then blows their brains out." One
0: one guy cuts to him. No, one of the guys that cuts to him with a noose. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And he hangs himself. And then it cuts to a girl. And it's the girl politician. And she starts the exhaust in her garage. Yeah. And she's
1: in the car
0: dude it's crazy
1: I couldn't have guessed that it would have gone no one could (laughs) no one could no one could have and and
0: that magic something happens you'll see yeah you'll anyway you you have to finish it
1: I, I will finish
0: it there are some
2: faithful findings at the yeah. end of wow. that movie. It's oh, fate. yeah.
0: Fate. alcoholism, alcohol.
2: What do you think his goal was in making this movie? Obviously, you know, I don't mean like monetarily speaking, or uh, you know, like fame wise, but like what he wanted. What to did he want to say?
0: What do you think, Mike? The first twenty. <laughs> what, do you what do you think is set now? <laughs> well, now we're <with> getting information <laughs> to the end.
1: I could have told you. <laughs> All right. If you were just, I I was thinking about believe in fate. Yeah. But once we government conspiracy, you know, what are they doing to our water? Anything Mm -hmm. could be anything. Get those big secrets. Yeah, chemtrails.
2: You never know. I just love how he hacks the government on like a shitty Acer. from like ninety nine. You know, it's just he's got four, no, no, he's, he's got, got more than four. And he's typing. All the yeah, things. but he's he's been throwing them across the room and spilling drinks <laughs> on them just constantly throughout the whole movie.
1: It's like, dude, do you think it is? It is it meant to be humorous?
0: No, is no, no no no, 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 no. That's I think that's the genius. Of well, it. it's like the room. <clears throat> yeah, because okay, Toxic Avenger, the one I was telling you about the other day, and I told Cody about as well. They they're self aware. This movie, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, Louis Coffin. And is that
0: who does Toxic Avenger?
1: Well, yeah. So all those that's but uh, well, that's a great one. Trauma. You,
0: you've seen that. I haven't seen whatever your trauma videos. No Toxic Avenger. Toxic. Avenger.
1: Well, yeah. So Trauma is a, um, a, a film company. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman. Oh, yeah. They were okay. a straight to it. VHS um, uh, brand. They're still around, mm-hmm. but a lot of people went through them. Uh, James Gunn. Oh wow! Okay. Um, no kidding. He did Romeo and Juliet for them. Nice. Uh, uh, I I think they had uh uh at one point some of the before they were had done South Park. Uh, Matt Parker, Trey Stone. Am I yeah, messing the your South names up? The yeah, South yeah, Park the guys. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> they did a couple movies that were released on Trauma Video. Okay. Uh, oh, such did they as do Cannibal the Musical? <clears> and, <throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I believe I don't Orgasma. know if Orgasma was a trauma. Yeah. I know basketball. I th-
3: Baseball was, was uh,
1: that was a big budget okay. mm, movie but so they had they were messing with film before uh, South Park took off cannibal the musical I'm pretty sure is pre-south Park okay. and I yeah, think yeah, that yeah, was yeah. put out by trauma but anyway yeah. one of the things that trauma did is they had this policy and it was kind of a thing. Um, my friends and I uh, somewhat followed them when when video stores were still a thing yeah. Yeah. but if you made mm-hmm. a movie, yeah. You could send it to them and they would distribute it. Oh mm-hmm. So, in my hometown, in Salisbury, Maryland, uh, these people made this film called Redneck Zombies. <laughs> and, and my friends and I would watch it because we knew it was shot in the area. Yeah. And I wrestled in the high school. I'm like, oh, that's that's one of the refs. And I asked them <laughs> next time I wrestled. And I like, hey, are you and Redneck Zombies? He's like, let's no, never talk about that. Yeah, let's never, no, don't, don't <laughs> but, bring it up. But anyway, so they did a bunch of, they were known for. Picking up movies, but they also had their own movies that they made. Yeah. And the Toxic Avenger is sort of their, uh, I guess, one of their their main okay. movies that they're known for and and brands. Yeah. But Lloyd Coppins, he's he's a character and he's still around.
3: Okay. Oh really? Wow. He's still
1: and okay. I think he actually makes an appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh wow! Really? James Gunn. Yep. As right sort on. of a homage. He's, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm
3: pretty wow. sure he,
0: he has a wow. little cameo in Have it. Have you seen Toxic Adventure?
1: Uh, years ago. Okay, yeah. Years ago. Uh, yeah, they did like a whole bunch. of, And they were all like that. They were like, surf Nazis must die. But yeah, yeah, as yeah. soon as you call something like that, it, it is self-referential and aware yeah. of the... But that was the point. Sorry, not to digress with the whole... No,
2: no, no. No, yeah, yeah. Do you, my question is, do you remember, and here's the only thing that's important, at least to me. Do you remember... The scene in uh, Toxic Avenger where they're in the gym and he's like, I gotta work out all my muscles and he's like, The only muscle you need to work out is this one right here and like grabs his dick. <laughs> like oh, junk. Yeah. yeah. That was uh that was a Yeah, God, that, that movie
0: I that movie you could never I don't think you could do today. Do you? No. Absolutely it's, not. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Uh uh-uh. not think it'd work.
2: Yeah, that was it was at the perfect the time. Too. Yeah. Oh
0: the white kids. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the times. And like not you know what I mean? Yeah, not in a, not, not in, careful. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, they they
2: were not careful about it, but it was like the perfect. It was like you know, like mid eighties was like eighty four or something. I'm not sure, but yeah, sure mid eighties. Yeah. You know, that 80s. was like the perfect time for that type of movie, and they were self aware, so you know what they're trying to do. Yeah, you know? but, but
0: but I don't think <clears throat> Neil Brain just no. go back to your yeah. initial point. It's is aware? No, and okay. I think that's the appeal. Mm-hmm. Is that we're going into like his delusional dream world, mm-hmm. and he's so authentic about what he thinks is good. Or what he wants to make, and it's so out of touch that it's yeah. amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. It really is. He's a uh,
0: he's a character. Nothing makes sense. No.
2: Have you seen any of his talks that he's done? Any of the no. interviews that he's done? Those are
3: fascinating because
2: he actually he hates he 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 gets really like upset when you're, you're like that wasn't a good film. Faithful findings. Faithful findings. He gets upset. He doesn't handle it like a, like a like Tommy Wiseau where he's like not really sure. I think
0: Tommy Wiseau took a
2: while. to he come took around a- though. Yeah, but I mean he's taking it well now.
0: Yeah, but I mean you know what I mean. Yeah, when your movies, it's like when your movies gets critical acclaim or you know famous Mm -hmm. in the worst movie. Yeah a little double-edged sword i
2: think of the guy who did like birdemic too like he wasn't yeah. happy about it but he yeah. took it well he like he went to those screenings you know yeah he you know he was he threw popcorn at the screen at his own movie you know but he he, he, he didn't like it. it he was like trying to make a masterpiece but it's like he wasn't neil brain he'll like get up and just
0: walk right out of interviews oh, that almost makes him on another level yeah
2: because he's like no you missed the point yeah it's good it's it's uh <laughs> you missed the point you missed the point explain <laughs> yeah <laughs> please what's the point yeah no he would like he'll like try the to like it's against us. right that's the point. He, he tried to talk about i forget there was one interview that he did or maybe it was an interview maybe he was like on a stage or something he was trying to talk about like he was like no that he's talking about the human condition yeah. and how the human condition's like gone off the rails i think is what he said or something like that and he was like he was like that's what that's what these films are about is that the human condition i was like all right man dude that's okay. fine i like there's a bit of hypocrisy though with that philosophy right where it's like human beings you know we've all become evil but i'm gonna reveal these big secrets i'm gonna make all the people that the secrets are about kill themselves so there's like that weird kind of like whoa dude yeah that's real dark but anyways yeah. <laughs> it's a weird
0: it's a weird weird movie
2: but if you get the chance to check out any of his other films i definitely highly recommend yeah i on
0: the same Oh,
2: Level. same, but all of his films are on
0: different levels. But they're entertaining. But they're real entertaining.
1: So, do you have to, can you buy them?
0: They're hard to find. Okay. Is what I found. Or at least Fateful Findings was hard to Really? Right. Yeah, I could only find the Vimeo
1: that somebody had uploaded. Yeah. And that's not up. A-
0: and that's, I don't think that's cool. Yeah. He, I think he's tried to lock it down so that. You have to buy it right from him. Yeah, he does have a website though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he like ships you a DVD. Yeah.
1: Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. on <Burnout> demand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Have you guys heard of
2: the kind of along the lines of like we're talking about Neil Breen and uh, the Toxic Avenger? Um, have you guys heard of those those films they make in like uh, it's like Zimbabwe uh, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. brother's into those. Oh yeah, like the Nigerian. Yeah, like, like who all those low killed? Budget. Yeah, yeah. Who killed Captain Alex? Well, they are self-aware? But they're like.
0: But they're also starting out. No, they're starting out you for know what sure. I mean? But there's yeah.
2: a quality to those films that even like, is just like so fun and kind of light yeah, yeah, and happy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. all those guys. So there's,
0: so there's like these low-budget films, just so everyone has yeah, some yeah, yeah. context. <clears throat> in um, where is it? Just somewhere, somewhere in. Africa yeah somewhere in Africa um and it's like this really low budget but a lot of film I don't know kind of like indie film is starting to take off there Mm -hmm. yeah but you know they're a super low production quality but they're fun yeah and they're all in I think most of them are on YouTube
2: yeah you can buy some like I I I I, a friend of mine bought who killed Captain Alex which is the I think probably their biggest film that's ever come out of there and it's just a it's a romp and a riot but they'll send you They'll send you like a DVD, but the director will sign it because he actually has to mail it out to you whenever oh, yeah. he gets one of these cool. orders. Yeah, it's really and he'll send you like a t shirt and everything. Yeah. But the Who
1: shot Captain Alex? Who killed Captain who ca- Alex? Who killed Captain
2: who Alex? Killed Captain Alex. Killed Captain it's it's insane. And it's insane for the reason not like Neil Breen films are insane. But it's like yeah. they know what they're making isn't necessarily the best. They're yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, make yeah, it yeah. good, but they know that, you know, it's not necessarily the best. But those like the the group of people that make them, they have all like taught themselves like kung fu. I don't know if yeah. You know. And they'll have like their own like they have their own like kind of kung fu tournaments. So all those guys mm-hmm. who are in these films are just like badass hmm. martial arts like crazy people hmm. in like the best possible way. And they'll just Didn't know that. yeah. they their action scenes are like the most fun because they'll just like they'll be like an animated helicopter that like zooms in and just like just, like blows people up. And it's like super green screen and everything, but then there's you have these guys who just start kicking at like the, the bullets and everything, kicking. and they're like doing like flip kicks and like knocking the bullets back at the helicopter. It's incredible. Okay. It's fantastic. Okay, it's right. incredible to check so. it out. Please, sorry, um, I went off killed, the rails there. Killed but Captain Alex.
1: Killed Captain Alex. I to hmm? check it out. Yeah, yeah. please. That's and cool. you can watch them on YouTube or you can.
2: I don't know if you can watch Who Killed Captain Alex on YouTube. I'm sure you can, actually. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can.
0: The ones I've seen, but I don't know if they've been... Yeah, if that's the biggest one, maybe that yeah, one's... maybe not, but it's... Worth buying. Yeah. Um, have you seen any movies this year?
1: In the theater? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I saw, um, I saw some at the OFS Film Festival. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw all the Witt Stillman stuff. We talked about that to yeah. death. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, uh, and then I just got a, a How Hartley. Do you know How Hartley? Uh, he was a director from the '90s. Uh, he's still working. He does some. I think he's doing something on Amazon now. But he did uh, a number of films which I really love, and he had a Kickstarter. Uh, for some Blu-ray masters of his Long Island trilogy, hmm. oh. um, uh, the Unbelievable Truth, uh, Trust, and I think the last one, Simple Man, Simple Man, mm-hmm. something, or Real Men—I don't know. Yeah, but great! I love these films. Um, I was watching Unbelievable Truth last night, and it is like it's his first film out of the gate. It is like writing with lightning in terms yeah. of like watching. You're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Who does a film like this like out of the gate right it's brilliant um really really great stuff mm.
0: what's what's the what's it about?
1: um they're dramas mm. uh but they're sort of th- i don't want to say they're uh tongue-in-cheek yeah uh but there definitely is a they're playing with form yeah mm. um i should lend them to you uh and you all can tell me what you think. I love them. Um, Riley's a big fan of them, too. Uh, uh, but interesting performances. Uh, like I said, plays a lot with convention. Yeah. Um, really cool. Great. I, I like the cinematography. Very simple. Uh, it's very indie. Mm-hmm. Th- that kind of 90s, you know, people like Darmish and There were a lot of people sort of known yeah. for those types of films that period and How Hartley was one of them. Uh, but yeah,
2: was trust? Did that come out in ninety one?
1: Trust, yeah, or ninety, and it had 90. uh Adrian Shelley.
2: That's the one with the grenade, right? Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That is the one with the grenade,
2: dude. That's a great movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh!
1: No, it's it's uh so uh unbelievable truth and uh that film was part of a loose trilogy. Mm-hmm. They, they don't really have characters who repeat. But, but thematically. But thematically, okay. certain sets of themes that are investigated over the in yeah. three films. But anyway, so he just kick-started, um, like I said, uh, a Blu-ray no remaster of his Whoa. films. All the yes. films have put out Trust. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I love his stuff. It's... So I've been watching.
2: Trust blew my mind. In fact, yeah, I... that film was just it was super uh, unconventional
1: you don't really know what to do with it
2: yeah but you you, but it's like i don't know you don't know when i first watched it, i wasn't really sure i liked it a lot but i wasn't really sure necessarily what i felt about it you know (laughs) because everything operated in just a slightly different way it's like the reality that the film was in was like this weird kind of skewed reality i think the, the the best thing i that i i think i could you know, maybe compare it to in recent times, so was, like, maybe something like The Lobster or right. or something like Sorry Not to Bother You. I don't know if you've seen that
1: one. Uh, mm. Not yet. Not yet. Not I, yet. But, I, uh, but I am watching it over the Christmas break, so okay. please don't <laughs> Yeah, I won't, I won't say. That's <laughs> I, I my point in Blu-ray. bringing it up. I have it on Blu-ray. Waiting to break it out. going to watch it over the holidays. Yeah, it.
2: won't say another word, but my point in bringing that up is that it's it's similar, but it's not like those films. I don't want to... But it's it's similar in kind of the way it deals with conventions. But yeah, though that film, it,
0: it,
2: just the way that I, I don't know, just the way the characters all kind of like interact with each other and how how kind of not flat. I don't want to say flat because that implies negative. No, they are flat.
1: Well, it's very but stylized. Very actor. stylized,
2: but yeah. like very flat-ish type performances, and and just everything's very muted
1: except for one actor. Except
2: for is it the sister?
1: Which is really interesting when you start to think about it. Yeah,
2: hmm.
1: you should see this film.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: I'll take mm. that. You it should out. see
1: this film. because it's it's like so why so it is it's a cho- he does a choice where he's obviously telling the actors don't emote. Yeah, yeah. But they ever so slightly in yeah. in performances, yeah. like they'll do a thing where they're just enough yeah. so you can kind of laugh at it or kind of go, huh, "What's mm-hmm. happening? What's going?" Yeah. But he has one actor that doesn't mm-hmm. and i don't know i mean i i think about that a lot why that person yeah and she plays a very specific character but yeah. you know, let's you know, talk about it you can have back on another cast mm-hmm. we talk about hal hartley
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's there's like a shot of her though well it's not it's not even that he just he tells he tells some actors not to mo. but i also think of the dad in the film right and he's like i think he almost shows not like too much emotion, but his his character is very it's like ridiculous. It's ridiculous. My favorite part, the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, when he comes home after the after the mess was made, sorry, no, but no, it's no. like when he comes home and it like it shows the mess and the, his reaction to it all. It's just he drops the milk. I thought that was just hilarious when he sees like the even like the little cigarette. He's like obsessed with having his son clean the bathroom, and his son. Like, left the cigarette mm-hmm. behind on, like, the toilet seat or the, maybe the sink or something. And he, he's, like, drinking milk out of, like, the carton as he walks into the bathroom. And he's, like, he sees the cigarette. And he sees that the bathroom's not clean. He just, like, drops the milk. And, and he's <laughs> so motion The milk just, like, hits the ground. It's beautiful.
1: And he does things <laughs> with names. Like, the character. Yeah. Like, it's all. The main character's name is Matthew Slaughter. Mm-hmm. And he has a, like his father, he has a problem with violence. Yep. Like I Just... love that. He, he goes to a bar and like, <laughs> yeah. give me a bottle of scotch here, play my cassette tape. And it's like classical music. Yeah. And everybody's like, come on, please. No. But mm-hmm. it's like, when I explain it, it doesn't even, you would think, how would this work? Yeah. yeah. But it works because I think it, it feels like you could, if you wrote it out, it would be like, these are nothing but tropes and cliches. Mm-hmm. But the way that it's rendered, I think, as you said, you you get to the end of it, it's like, I don't know what to do with that. Do I yeah. like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of laughed at it and thought it was interesting. Yeah. yeah, but and his work is all sort of a bit wry. and mm-hmm. I don't know. But
2: and you said he's still doing stuff today.
1: Yeah, no, he's still doing stuff. I think he is doing like back to Stillman. Uh, and actually, he gets some comparison when we were at that. Somebody in the audience actually asked Stillman. Uh, do you, or are you like How Hartley? Uh, Hal Hartley, film's focusing more on sort of a upwardly mobile working class type of yeah. characters. Uh, mm-hmm. Stillman, uh, slightly upward class, downwardly mobile mm-hmm. set of characters, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but, uh, uh, to which Stillman said no. But like Stillman, has, a, I think it's an Amazon series. I think it's called Redwood, or... I don't know. Riley's a big fan too. Riley watches far more than me, and I think he's was watching some of them. Okay. But this
0: is of Stillman or of
2: Harley? How Harley? How Harley has yeah. a
1: new Am- has an Amazon series. Okay. If it
2: is Redwood, that's getting a lot of attention too. Yeah, because I think I've heard of that.
1: I, I believe I believe it's mm. that's and he was still doing movies as well. Um, yeah. But it's interesting. Like his stuff wasn't. It's still sort of hard to. There's a whole set of directors. I just picked up a film by uh, John Sayles called Lone Star with uh, Matthew McConaughey from mm-hmm. 96. Yeah. And it's like there's a whole slew of these sort of 90s films that got a DVD release. Yeah. That you can't. That's out of print. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. can't. It doesn't have a blu-ray. It's John Sayles. You can't get it. Like, yeah. You have to go. I literally. The copy came in the mail today. It was from like Cleveland Public Library or something. It's <laughs> uh, something they pulled off the stacks. And I don't know. Cleveland library is now trying to make an extra penny on. I assume. Ancient. Love BDs. the Cleveland. My brother lives in Cleveland. I'm not making fun of Cleveland. Right. <laughs> I, know, I know these modern audiences are very vicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Down in the comments, <laughs> mm-hmm. how dare you slag off Cleveland?
2: Cleveland. Disclaimer: He's not. He's not dogging he's not
0: on joking, Cleveland. Right? Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's not joking.
2: Oh, he's not. Oh, oh no! Oh my
0: God! <laughs> No, I've, never, I've never been to Cleveland. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's interesting. Uh, I did. Yeah. I highly recommend <laughs> trust. I highly recommend trust. In fact, I might have given it to you, actually. I might have I think given you it. Did. You, yeah. I you did. I think I have you watch it? it. I saw it in your class, Mike. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <Excellent>. <laughs> I'm going to run the rest yeah, of That's fair. Yeah. Um, as you do that, Leo, I do want to bring this up because I wanted to talk to you about something. Is it okay if sure. I bring up your film?
0: Yeah, sure. Go okay.
2: For it. So you made a film, and it's in post production now. Short yeah. film called "Loss of Mount Rainier." That's correct. And I don't know; I haven't seen it. Obviously, but I did, uh, but I, I, you know, I'm following it. Mm-hmm. And you did something very interesting with that film, as far as I can tell, right off the bat. And it's about a vlogger.
0: Yeah. Which is super
2: fascinating to me. And I wanted to talk to you about kind of the future of cinema and where you think that's kind of geared I to.
1: Um,
2: I know that's broad, and I'm going to narrow it down.
1: I think it's an interesting time to actually be working as, mm-hmm. a, as a filmmaker, at least at um, our levels. Yeah. Um, because I don't really... I was never interested in uh, blockbuster movies when I was a kid. Right. And to be honest, sometimes when I when I do classes, I'll teach a blockbuster. But generally speaking, when I teach a blockbuster, it's to teach it from some sort of standpoint of cultural, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That <clears throat> let's go watch Avatar. <laughs> it's a racist movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like done, uh, and we can kind of think about anxieties in society, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and talk about it in that sort of uh, set of terms but as movies themselves i never particularly like those movies mm-hmm. they're movies from my childhood that i like like i like star wars mm-hmm. i like indiana jones again yeah. those movies have the same sorts of problems but
3: yeah.
1: i had never been somebody who i went and i watched wonder woman more i enjoyed it but it was more of just an exercise and I should go see this blockbuster movie it's important yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, they were never the types of movies that appealed to me Mm -hmm. so I was always interested in I mean as is evidence of my long rant there about Lloyd Kaufman I was interested in the movies that I got into Uh, I was big into just going to the video store my friends and I would go to the video store right and we would try to find the movies that nobody would rent. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like we would go back to the whatever, there, se- you, know, you could go to the foreign cinema sections, generally speaking. When I say that, I mean, at that period in time, they would just have, you know, and action, right? drama, <laughs> and foreign cinema. Everything else was just over there, didn't yeah. matter what it was. And there was typically also a cult section. Mm. Um, and we would mine those. And that was sort of, the cinema that I liked and discovering different filmmakers. And I never really, at least in high school, I don't know. I had friends who were like me that were just kind of into weird culty stuff. Mm -hmm. No, the internet didn't exist. You just kind of had to find it or you had to know somebody's older brother who was into it, who was gonna Mm -hmm. uh, put you down that path. But so that said, like with that background, back to your question, thinking about now, I think it is exciting because people are making those types of movies. Mm-hmm. I feel smaller movies, smaller films, more for niche audiences. Uh, it is difficult to still get them out there and get them seen, but it does feel like we're in a bit of a, I don't know, renaissance of a different type of renaissance of indie filmmaking. I don't think that young kids watch cinema though. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that they watch. I think most, uh, even students who take my filmmaking class um, this uh, last quarter, uh, just in my conversations with some of them who are smart students, even, you know, I don't know advanced students, they just haven't watched a lot of stuff mm-hmm. because a lot of the media we get is now through YouTube. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or, I mean, nobody goes, nobody goes and watches stuff on Vimeo except for filmmakers. <laughs> yeah, um, or, or people are in the, you know, it has a different, it's almost like a brand. Like as soon as you say, it's like, I have a Vimeo channel. Mm-hmm. It's like you're somehow snotty and above <laughs> yeah. the... You're, YouTube. You're, yeah. Right, you're mm-hmm. above the rabble. You you yeah. own a camera and you know the difference between a DSLR and micro four thirds and you yeah. kind of wax poetic about, well, I need a full chip sensor.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but uh, I don't think... I do think that, and probably for the best, you know, Hollywood is kind of that is dying. Mm -hmm. That at least in that way. Yeah. Do you think that it's gonna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it will stay around. Mm -hmm. I think we will continue to have these tentpole movies, but we've moved more and more. It at least when I was in high school. And there are things, you, you can see things downtown, but I'm just thinking about the selection of big Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. It's so limited, it yeah. feels. Yeah. And there are people that come along, like there are the Tarantinos, but he's a brand. Yeah, So he's gonna make yeah. a certain type of film when you know it's released, it's a certain yeah. type of film for a certain type of audience. Right. Uh, and I think there is less selection, at least at the big, big budget level. Mm-hmm. But there's more selection at the independent with streaming. um, You know, I I think Netflix as a model is changing a lot of the ways that people are watching stuff. And we are moving more towards a, a long form, you know, what used to be, I mean, they're soaps, uh, Strange Things is a soap opera. Yeah, uh, Oz is a soap opera for men. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> sure. it, it, but we're moving more towards this sort of a different type of model of storytelling, and other people have commented on it far better than I have just now. But um, I think it is exciting. But I do think that at least, you know, to your question, do people, when we say cinema, are people out there watching The classics, I spent a, you were asking me what I was watching. I'm watching old cinema. That's what I always, I've enjoyed watching that for Mm -hmm. a long time. And I think that type of viewership has changed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Attention spans have changed. People don't, you know, people multitask. It's like when you say you want to watch a movie, it's like, okay, I'm going to watch it on my laptop and I'm going to listen to music, and I'm going to yeah, yeah. play a video game at the same time right. and yeah. do like three things, you're not really watching. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it, I think in the same way that people criticize something like reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With the advent of TV. You know, TV, yeah, yeah. Is, TV is corrupting um, yeah. the minds of the youth, and nobody has any sort of attention span. Lisa
0: say that about books. What's that? Lisa say that about books. Well, that's, yeah, that's my point. Oh, my okay. Point. okay yeah, 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 so my... That, exactly.
1: You know, th- these media are, are eroding. But um, I don't think in the same way, but I do think that there is definitely an interest and maybe it's healthier that there's a niche interest in it because it does seem, I am surprised, films like Gemini or, you know, every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll turn something on or i hear my friends talk about it and be like, oh, that's, you know, it's like that's a solid B+. plus. That's yeah. a, what I would say Gemini... B plus, yeah, probe, yeah, but there's so much like I just don't care about. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I can look down. It's like I don't want to see anything that's in the multiplex right now. Like nothing interests me. Don't want to go see yeah. Bumblebee. I I, I don't want to see Bumblebee. <laughs> I don't want to see Ralph Breaks. See Standard. Venom. I don't want to see Venom. Oh man. Um, you want to see
0: Immortal Engines? Mortal I engine.
1: I don't like all of that. It just I think I
0: could right, right, right. I could rationalize
1: yeah. why I would go see it. And yeah. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was a good film. Yeah. I could but I had to rationalize why I was seeing it as mm-hmm. a film. Yeah. Um uh in terms of what appeals to
3: your me. right. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. As far as like the it's really interesting you bring that stuff up and you you bring in like I guess they they label it like new media kind of merging into old media, which is yeah. like you have theaters, Hollywood, and now you have like YouTube, Vimeo, kind of like... Well,
1: proper term for it is convergence. convergence <laughs> wow, well,
2: I'm sorry I don't have a doctorate. <laughs> 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 no, uh, uh, but I want to ask you this, because your film is about a vlogger, and I, w- I wanted to, because there's a big debate going on right now, at least yeah. in my own delusional mind, about um, is, is, is vlogging filmmaking? And I would love to get your opinion on that. No. No.
3: Um,
1: (laughs) uh, The short answer is no, but this is what I say. So any type of medium, whatever it is, is going to have a set of stylistic rules that it abides by. So I had a certain set of vloggers that I followed rather avidly that I loosely based some of the characters in Renee. Yeah, I'm not going to mention who they are on this podcast, but anybody who watches any sort of vlogs who very quickly, if they watch the film, I think put mm-hmm. together who I was, who I was drawing from. Um, but what I will say is that there are a certain set of conventions that a vlog follows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's style, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. the idea of a direct address, the idea that we don't necessarily have to, um, things don't have to be perfect. If the audios, if it's windy and we can't completely hear what the individual saying, it doesn't matter. Shots can be blown out. Um, there can be, you know, we don't have to follow a, a time frame. Right. We can have a 12-minute, a, a 29-second episode or a 4-minute episode or a 20-minute episode. Mm-hmm. These things don't really matter. Yeah. But that's also part of, I think the thing itself so what i would say is that vlogging is not filmmaking Mm -hmm. but filmmaking is not vlogging okay does that i mean is that so i'm kind of saying both ways i'm saying no there are if we're talking about operating a camera sure i can use certain skill sets Mm -hmm. yeah but if we're talking about telling traditional narrative cinema or uh, or what we would qualify as sort of, you know, a story with a beginning, middle, and an end, or even independent cinema or whatever, however you want to qualify that, or a documentary film, I think there are certain rules that are different, and also based in the audience. I'm going to say it's a different medium, because it follows a different set of rules and a different set of stylistics. Mm -hmm. Because most people who watch um, movies, uh, older people generally, Um, aren't going to understand something like Instagram. Right. So I talk about uh, the idea of celebrity a lot Mm -hmm. to my students and their uh, end point to celebrity is typically the internet. Mm -hmm. They don't think of George Clooney as a celebrity (laughs) anymore. Eddie Murphy. Like when I show when I show Beverly Hills Cop like why is he showing this film from the 80s? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, That film is like older than me. I'm like no that's really recent. (laughs) Yeah. This is you're watching somebody kill it. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> you're man, watching the
1: actor at the top of their game just just slay this film. Yeah. yeah. But but they could kill that's us. not their endpoint for celebrity. Mm-hmm. Their endpoint yeah. for celebrity Logan Paul. Is, yeah, is, is Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. And then they have very informed views on Logan yeah. Paul and my views of Logan Paul are largely informed print media. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read an article about him in the New York Times in yeah. an actual physical newspaper. I'm like, wow, who's this asshole? I'll go look up some of his stuff. Yeah, you don't have that personal I didn't have right. I wasn't yeah. kind of in it. Yeah. And then but and all my students oh, yeah. I find anybody who is they automatically know who those people are yeah. and then have an informed opinion. And it's not to say yeah. that one is better than the other. I'm also I want to be careful when I say that because one's not better than the other. They're just Different. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so I would say, just I'll repeat one more time: if filmmaking, filmmaking is not vlogging, but vlogging is not filmmaking, or or filmmaking cannot be vlogging. Okay. Yeah. You can't do. They can't interchange. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that it'll always be that way, or do you
0: think that as, you know, here here's how here's here's something that I just thought. Okay. In the same way that writing a diary. Is not a novel, right? Right, right. There's a certain intention behind doing a vlog, and a certain intention behind making a film. Yeah, you know? and I don't think it'll ever be the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. That's how I feel about
2: it. I'm like, I'm a, I'm in agreement with both. Yeah, of you. yeah. I'm just, I was wondering, especially because I, I figured you'd have a really interesting perspective on it, which you did, because it's just, it's interesting to see, you know, someone who has enjoys a lot of older cinema, kind of make a film about, you know, uh, videography, uh, some sort of form of, fil- you know, video making, uh, that uh, uh, make a film about something like that. It was just fascinating to see. I do have a question, though. When you talked about um, reading about Logan Paul in print media, and then even um, <laughs> making making a film um, and, and having vloggers who drew inspiration from in kind of the the... The creation of your main character and the style of his vlogs in your film. Um, did you, when you were kind of coming up with the idea of Loss of Mount Rainier, did you were you inspired to make that because you had been watching a lot of vloggers, or were you inspired to look into vloggers because you wanted to make Loss of Mount Rainier?
1: So I think it was. I had written a long form script with a friend of mine that uh, we wanted to produce. He was going to direct, uh, and it we had a, a vlogging character in it. Um, I can't remember, it was, it was, again, it was something that we saw on the internet and we thought, oh, this would be interesting. It could be this character who sort of comments on the story but it's not a part of the story. Mm-hmm. So, was sort of the idea. And that was a script I worked on for a number of years and didn't get off the ground. So I had been messing with that type of idea through this collaboration. But then I had wanted to, for many years, uh, I, I wanted to do an Edgar Allan Poe adaptation. Yeah. And I just started going through the stories and reading them again, and I came across Loss of Breath. And initially, uh, it was just the idea of the story that appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, oh, this would be one that nobody's done. Loss of it. The Loss of Mount Rainier is based on a story called Loss of Breath. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, oh, that would be interesting to do that. As, as a film adaptation and I actually wrote it uh and I wrote a terrible or at least I wasn't happy with it the Wallace Mount Rainier might be terrible but at least I got to a point with it artistically where I thought okay I can't work this script anymore this is good yeah for me by my standards mm-hmm. that I've set for myself this is okay I, I can move on this now but that initially wasn't the idea. I was simultaneously watching these things, and I think it actually happened really organically for me. Yeah. And it just dawned on me one day, uh, uh, it's like, oh, I could do this. Because in the story, the uh, main character, and I think the point that it clicked, the main character, he has lost his breath, and he starts doing, I can't think of the actor's name, but, poe makes this obscure well it wasn't obscure at the time but it's obscure now but he starts reciting lines from a famous stage actor at Mm -hmm. the time so there was this in the story in poe's story there's this reference to other forms of entertainment Mm -hmm. and i just started to think about that and i thought oh well how could i do this right like now and then it was like oh, I watch this thing, and it's like, oh, and it just all kind of came together. But it was actually, so i have written it. It was a year. I'd written a draft, put it down, and I came back to it a year later. Wow. And I had this idea to rewrite it, and I completely rewrote it. Wow. It was completely different characters. Everything changed almost... I don't want to say 180. It was like 360. Wow. Um, but So it wasn't the original intention. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more because, and I do really enjoy the vloggers that it's it's based on uh, to the point that my wife and I will consistently watch their stuff when yeah. they put it out mm-hmm. on on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. If they put something out, we will go and watch it. Yeah. So I was a big fan of, of these people anyway, but it just kind of made sense. So no. It was more of an organic thing. Oh, that's fascinating. But, yeah, yeah, but I had been messing with the idea. It was in a previous script, and I'm sure that that's where this other project mm-hmm. that I had come from. So, yeah.
2: Wow, that's crazy. That's really interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Seriously. Me too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me too. That's the other thing about. It. I think vlogging, you kind of it's like one and done. It's like right, yeah. It's like out. <laughs> no. Because if you don't, I was talking to uh, you know people who do it, and if you're not doing it constantly, yeah. Dude, yeah you lose an audience mm-hmm. and i yeah. do you think there is something about filmmaking is every time i hear like somebody i'm in post it's such a protracted process like it just mm-hmm. never ends right and yeah filmmaking i think maybe that's part of it like yeah. it is such a protracted long arduous process and i am very much i don't think that i i wish i could be like one of those persons like everything like everything is intentional but i want it to be like yeah. every, anything that's in the shot I thought about Yeah, all these elements I've kind of given thought to. And you don't necessarily need to do that. Maybe that's for the better for the vlogging community. I mean, Mm -hmm. why would you, if you're getting an audience and yeah, Hey, I wish I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a good day, day job.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think there is, there is maybe an argument to be made though. I, I can see vlogging kind of merging and not, I think they'll still remain separate. Uh, as two different pieces, but I could kind of see them merging together into maybe more of like a documentarian kind of film. Cause I think of like, I remember I'm going to be honest with you. I watched a lot of Casey Neistat, you know, I know he's your go-to kind of vlogger guy. I don't care. I like the guy anyways. Yeah, so yeah, you don't know. Him? I don't like him. Oh, you don't like yeah, him. Yeah, I know he is. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, do you know, you know, no. I right? don't know. Okay. Camera um, guy. Yeah. Camera guy, but I, I enjoy his stuff and he made this like, he called it a film, which is kind of what sparked the debate in my head. Mm-hmm. And it was about him and his son going to Vietnam on a vacation. And it was like a, it was a documentary, but it was still was like his vlogging style. I don't yeah. know. It was just super that was something super interesting to me. I was like, wow, that was that was a documentary. but it was it yeah. was a vlog in a sense still. I think it was more documentarian than it was vlog for sure. But it was still something that was very fascinating. But you are someone who works a lot with young filmmakers, right? you are a teacher uh, of, of, you teach a film production class, many film production classes and film studies classes. Uh, I was I was wondering, and you touched a bit of, on this, so I'm sorry if this is like a reiteration of what you already said, but where do you see kind of younger filmmakers getting more of their inspiration from as far as cinema goes? Do you see them getting it more from kind of like...
0: Fortnite
1: four nine (laughs) no oh there's cinema you know that i didn't even talk any about that i did have a number of i have had students who are big video gamers oh yeah and there's a whole you you know thing about just editing your video game footage Mm -hmm. montage yeah which is to me bizarre I mean, I guess like there was the Halo red helmet, blue helmet thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Red versus blue. Red mm-hmm. versus blue, red blue red which red is, red. is, I guess we could kind of, but that's more of a meme almost. Whoa, whoa. I mean, it's. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You got Leo taking offense well, over here? <laughs> or, or along the lines of something like MST3K, where we're taking something and we're repurposing it. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's this kind of.
3: Yeah. Right.
1: But at least. It's its own thing, yeah. But when I, I, I do sometimes, and it's not right because I don't understand it. When I comment on this, I'm like, "Why are you? Just like you're, you're just pushing merch, man. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if you're just cutting together your best scenes in Fortnite or whatever, and yeah. At, at what point are you? You're not really. But maybe that doesn't matter. I don't know. But I have had students mm-hmm. who're very interested in that. Uh, but I grew up in a time when video games were just they they basically began yeah because there was atari which wasn't Mm -hmm. any fun and then there was nintendo and sega which sort of changed everything and then computers caught up and Mm -hmm. there was the internet it's very different now but i do have a lot of students who are into that and i don't fully understand that but i what i will say is that like if you look for jobs Mm-hmm. Yeah, sound designing games. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. Uh, my uh, wife's brother uh is works in the video game industry. Yeah. Uh, developed um the XCOM worked on the XCOM. Oh, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh. Uh. And it's bigger mm-hmm. than, than the film industry. In, oh yeah. In many regards, yeah. Like those games are
3: huge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah
1: and you think about like the the technical skills that they're looking for for somebody to sound design right yeah for a video game yeah yeah i mean that's
3: huge Mm -hmm.
1: huge or the the amount of talent you know to do some of these graphics or to build these things Mm -hmm. or the, the, the marketing so i'm not by any means taking away from that but like i don't know i don't i don't fully get the just cutting stuff together I even Twitch. I'm sort of. I am fascinated by Twitch. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched a ton of it, but yeah. that is. We were talking about Twitch, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, it, it's it's a new thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: it's yeah. That's fascinating, though. Filmmaking and even like an aspect of video games, VR kind of merging, right? Because Guillermo del Toro just came out with that one VR film, mm-hmm. that short film. Mm-hmm. I don't. Did you hear about that? You hear about that? No one. Okay, but he came out with this like this short film that was in VR, mm-hmm. and I, that's something that's been super fascinating. Yeah. Is the merging of VR into filmmaking, yeah. which is really interesting. I'm not sure how they're going to handle that because filmmaking is very, at least I think, at least you know, from the majority of films, it's very intentional what you see on screen. What, how even, do you orchestrate that in VR?
1: Even like you know, I think I had a for a while I had a disconnect. Like people who work in these like these superhero movies, it's yeah, all CG, yeah, it's all just, it's not somebody's. Yeah. I guess you're 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 getting an image right yeah. but a lot of it is done in post and now you have a whole group of directors who they work right in the green screen right. yeah
0: yeah there's no live practical
3: mm-hmm.
1: which mm-hmm. which is a different skill set yeah but it's not it's not it's not Umberto D. No, yeah. it definitely is not Umberto D. <laughs> you know, it's it's not, it isn't working with the image or it, it, there's something that's tactile that's that's gone hmm. from it. And I do like, you know, the Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like those things from my childhood. I yeah. can still watch these. Dark Crystal as a movie yep. sucks. But it's beautiful to look at. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, that's fine. What's in the image is just watch it for that. Just put uh, it on mute and just watch the like, stupid puppets <laughs> and flies. Like I'm in heaven. Labyrinth. Uh, yeah, labyrinth. Like, yeah, that stuff, it. it's all mm-hmm. it's all being done in front of the camera. And that I think is something that it's it's changed. Yeah. But that's even changed in, in film with I just regardless. Think, regardless, yeah. just mm-hmm. with big, you know, special yeah. effects stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all C J, or we don't do practical effects.
2: Yeah. It's weird for now. I think modern audiences to see something practical because I was watching, yeah. you know, and granted, it was it's in the eighties, but I was watching The Thing with yeah. uh, uh, one of my good friends, and she was like, "Dude, that is the cheapest effect i would ever seen," and I was like, Are "You trashing?" The things, practical like effects. I,
0: that's because that's the one I'll go to and just be like, these practical effects, are right? Up. That's was but the I've, same, for but me. I've heard a lot of people trash them, yeah. And I'm like, younger. wow,
2: that's fascinating. And she's like, no, I need to see, like, it needs to be like a photorealistic CGI thing. I'm like,
0: wow, that's to me, super that's almost worse, yeah. When I watched like
2: the Lion King
0: trailer, the Lion King, the Mowgli, mm-hmm. the the. I, watched, I remember watching the World of Warcraft movie. Right. And right. you're just kind of like, I don't know. There's something that's not connectable. Just but I don't want to say yeah. never. I'm sure there's... Because like the example I was going to use to kind of rebuttal a little bit against is like anime. Have you ever seen animation or Japanese? Like, you know, Hayao Mazaki, like Spirited Away, all these... Because, I mean, those things are completely animated. And they, they have a style that really yeah. s- flows. So not an, to say it's animation, the same.
1: Animation, no. I mean, So yeah, I would... Yeah. But that's a different... So um, you
0: would put that not in filmmaking? Or what do you mean?
1: Uh, Just a different category. It's a different category. It's yeah. a different set of skills. Actually, this is what I would say. It makes sense. Uh, and I like... I love um, a lot of older anime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I love cartoons. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. cartoons. Um, bad cartoons. Uh, a lot of cartoons from my childhood. And I love them. But mm. it's a different... I think it's a different form and I have had sometimes a disconnect when I see a director go and do an animation and it seems like there's a sting where a lot of sort of whoever the indie, somebody who's risen from the indies to go work in the mainstream like the Wes Anderson's, at what point will they do an animation? And then it's like, I never really got it because it yeah. wasn't what, what they were they doing. Developed. Yeah. Right, they weren't like, uh, who was the Spongebob guy, Hildebrandt? Oh, um, I don't have no idea. Uh, um, what did he do? Spongebob, Squarepants.
0: But he did, well, what did he do? Nothing. He was just, saying, oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he was an animator. Or, yeah. yeah.
1: Or the people who did, Ren, the, the person who did Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. Like it follows their he, career. Yeah, that makes sense. Like you're doing, you're working in an art form. Yeah. Um. But it doesn't make like to hop over to the other one. I I've always wondered that like how. So like Avatar. Yeah, like. <laughs> well, I kind of get it with with James Cameron because yeah. he was a set designer. Oh, okay. So it is all about. So he or, kind of you, had some art direction. It's all like so he's working, obviously, very closely with these people. Maybe I don't know. Fantastic, Mr. Fox. I liked it, mm-hmm, but sure. I, I do sometimes wonder like what is a process? Yeah. Like yeah. how do you go from royal Tannenbaums, bombs? Right. But yeah, to claim to, to, to just some motion. sort of stop animation yeah. thing, like, what is the what's the involvement? Yeah. And I just don't always, I don't have a clear picture on that.
2: Even though with with stop motion, it's like that's still involving a camera, and yeah, that's still that's involving. I, it's I think true. of like those now fully like CGI rendered like animated films. You know, seeing a director, I don't have anyone stuff that up top of my head, but seeing a director go from you know live action to like. Fully animated, or vice versa, go from fully animated. Like, um, who who's the the leader? The, not the leader, but the the like the founder of Pixar. You know what I mean? So John Lasseter. John Lasseter. Okay. When he did John Carter, you know, he went from from animated to like a live action. Granted, a lot of that was green screen, but still, it's like a different component. You know, it's yeah. a different kind of, uh, you know, what is it? different a- avenues you go
0: with.
1: Maybe maybe that's it. So I. I- I guess I just think about them differently. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I think that's fair, though. I think they're all, they kind of occupy a similar space, but they're not necessarily all the same. Right.
1: But special effects, and I don't like, actually, I don't like, uh, there is a trend in, and it's gotten better, or it's Mm. become more seamless, but there was a trend in anime, I want to say, in the early 2000s, where you had traditional animation being mixed with cj mm-hmm. oh god I hate and it that always stunk yeah, yeah like it, it always looked like babylon five like yeah yeah just
0: didn't a, final fantasy i feel like was kind of like that and i didn't i didn't like blocky?
1: any of that and i still love just traditional animation right like something like yeah. i just go watch akira and you can just oh yeah smack 100 percent yeah. um uh but I didn't like that, and it has become a bit more seamless. Yeah, where it's better, but I think it's just it feels to me it's a different form.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's fair. That yeah, in. well, and the, and what you're saying about the montages and cutting video games together, just to jump back to that, I don't think that to me that's not even filmmaking. No, that yeah, would to me absolutely. be more like making a reel or something. Yeah, or make you know what I mean. It's almost like to to sh- to show your talent in something like they're oh still, look, I'm yeah. good at video games but if you but here's what I will say I'll make the distinction with red versus blue whereas to me I would more think of red versus blue the Halo series more as like a sketch comedy or something yeah, or that something it, that's more yeah. like they're doing bits it's like mm-hmm. there's a script there's actors that learn lines and yeah it's kind of cheesy but it's not like you know cutting together me killing getting a bunch of headshots and mm. like look at and have like you know disturbed playing right <laughs> mm. that's fair but that's um fair. but it is changing everything i mean yeah. Twitch, which youtube streaming
2: it's fascinating i cannot wait to see how it evolves because i mean if you think about it in the broad spectrum of, of just art in general cinema is pretty recent you know and it's yeah. still evolving and then you have you know video games
1: they're still evolving and there's
2: the way they yeah. kind of are going to like intercut in between each other it's just gonna be really interesting to see how that plays out i'm just curious to see
1: and youtube has moved so fast oh incredibly fast within the past even five years yeah Yeah. you can't even well yeah yeah
2: with like even like with like in the past two years when like red was launched youtube red you know what i'm talking about Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and now they're getting youtubers to make yes films and tv shows and some youtubers even aside from youtube are kind of breaking into the mainstream like bill burnham eighth grade you know so i i don't know sorry to cut you off there but
1: no i was we were talking about that the other day that uh, my wife watches um what is it called like there's these things it's like four guys do stuff i don't Mm -hmm. know i'm Mm -hmm. just completely writing it off. So <laughs> it was funny. Uh, <laughs> Four guys do stuff. It, guys no, do stuff. I. I we'll like this podcast. I, it, wasn't my, it wasn't my type of thing. Um, yeah. yeah. But it was It was an interesting model because at the end of it, I watched that episode. It was actually a very funny uh, episode. Um, but at the end of it, they said, if you like this, sign up for Red. Yeah. And it was, I kind of had this moment where I go, oh my gosh. Yeah. You now have yeah, personalities who are working on branding and they're they're making a living. Mm-hmm. They're doing this. Oh yeah. They're they're you know, yeah. uh they're they're doing it in a way with a lot of creative control mm-hmm. yeah. that would not be there in now what is a very, you know, traditional hierarchical uh, you know, Hollywood. Yeah. Uh Movie yeah. making, you're not going to break in mm-hmm. uh, to that, but you could certainly break in to YouTube if you were, yeah. if if one was savvy enough, or well,
0: because your audience is correlated directly to you rather than like, let's say, you know, you like Brad Pitt or someone like this, but I mean, you never, you never know necessarily the movie you're going to get. Whereas if you're that personality, their fans are there for them, yeah. and so that cuts out hollywood in a lot of
1: ways i think it's closer in some ways to tv mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah
1: i think just the internet medium yeah i think that i mean that's yeah that's a that's a, actually a fairer medium to compare it to mm-hmm.
0: yeah because you just flip on whatever channel you, you want it, right. you go around
1: and you watch it in the same way that yeah. was what uh yeah you watch tv Pick my father choose. like was sitting there with oh the remote God. just flipping <laughs> around it's like you well, give me that thing Dad. yeah 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 um May he rest in peace. I love him. <laughs> but he was annoying with the yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't watch it. So like you got to watch it all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But but that's how people watch stuff online. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, quick,
2: even quick, even, quick, even quick. in Faster Succession.
3: Yeah, five, that's five minutes. That's how people listen to music. Minutes, 5 minutes. Don't, yeah. even yeah. me
1: the, don't even get me talking about the album. Oh. Ah, yeah. The album. the album. that was <laughs> <got me> antiquated. <laughs> like, yeah do listen to the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to hear where the artist was <laughs> <laughs> at that moment. They're taking you on a journey. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear where they were in 73. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's changed. Absolutely. But, but th- all that's changed. And I just yeah. got uh, Apple Music, and I love it, but I listen to music completely differently. I'm like, yeah, I listen to that for five minutes, and then I'll flip to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not vested in it because it's paying $15 a month.
2: yeah. Do you think that, I I don't want to call it like, it's not a short, would you say it's a shorter intention span? Yeah. Yeah. But do you think that, that, what do you, real quick. Yeah. What do you, no, go ahead. No, okay. Uh, I don't know if that's the right way to classify that, but it's, if it's something along those lines of like, you know, wanting to watch things faster and and getting done with them faster, how do you think that's going to affect filmmaking as we go forward? Do you think that films are going to be cut in a a faster
0: way? I don't know if that's... I, I, I think slower films. Slower films? Like the younger generation especially. It's like, okay, here's how I think of it. Young children who only get, you know what I mean, like chicken nuggets and pizza, Yeah, their palate is only accustomed to kind of that. And so when you add these new things that maybe they don't necessarily not like, but it's kind of strange and weird and we have a tendency to kind of like pull back Mm -hmm. when something's new and kind of like you don't understand it. Yeah, I've heard a lot, I mean, just from talking to students in the class and stuff like this, where it's like, they don't even like, oh, it was slow. Mm -hmm. Oh, it took too long. It's like, no, that's the point. Like the point is they're putting you in a frame of mind. Right. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I think that is something that kind of Everything's quick. It's got to grab your attention, and that's the whole. I mean, the internet. I mean, if you're a YouTube, you know what the famous thing of vlogs is quick cuts. you know what I mean. So
2: you think that slower paced films, like the ones you're referring to, are gonna go away, or pallet. it's gonna be? I don't think okay.
0: I don't think they're gonna go away, but I think right now maybe you are going through growing pains. Okay. Where it's like there's not a lot of. There's not an audience for it as mm-hmm. much. And I think maybe we'll come back around to it. Maybe some people will bring it back around. But and, right now, it's fast. And yeah. there are
1: certain... There are... As has always been the case, you have one or two people who fill a, a niche. Yeah. And then there's room for nobody else. Yeah, yeah. So you can have one Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Can and can only the, be one. Yeah, it can't mm-hmm. be two. Right. if there's two, then... Mm.
0: No one's got time for two. No, no, no one's, one's got me. time. <laughs> right, <laughs> nobody has got, got time got... for Phantom Thread. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be blood. <laughs> or yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
3: there will be blood again.
0: It's a good movie. But, mm. Long. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think but here's a th- what I want to say about the attention span thing. is okay. just, to me, that word is a little bit negative. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's just how I interpret it. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's of kind course. of insulting and to that's, say, like, you have a short attention span. But we're growing up in like this day and age where technology is so quick mm-hmm. that you you almost need to ha- to be able to disseminate information in in that way, mm-hmm. or else you're gonna get left in the dust.
1: Yeah. No, I think and I was gonna say that it's you need a short attention span because yep. nobody reads. People don't. How many push notifications do you get on your phone? You don't read yeah. them all. Yeah. But exactly. You read uh, more discriminately. Yeah. And you pick and you choose. And generally speaking, I think, you know, in somebody who's not even necessarily aware, yeah, they can generally parcel out, well, that's bias. That's false. Yeah. That's right. what this is speaking to me. Yeah, But we're in an environment that is hyper-mediaized. Yeah. And media is everywhere. So on some level, we do need to be like that. Yeah, uh, And the notion of some sort of Close reading mm-hmm. or, or or close viewership, it's gone away. Um, yeah. The only thing I was I was thinking about the chicken nugget. My my yeah. my parents <laughs> like I grew up on chicken nuggets and pizza. Oh yeah yeah, uh, and and hamburger helper. Yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what it did over time, so that was like, oh, I can cook my own meal. Yeah right. oh, yeah. I'm gonna now. Yeah. Oh, that was a bit weird. Yeah. But then there is something also liberating about it. it's like oh. Well, it's not all like that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, and and there are certain people who that speaks to, I think. Yeah, definitely. So which is I mean, back to that original point. I think it is an exciting time to be making indie film Mm -hmm. because you know, there's a whole regional filmmaking thing now that's happening. Oh yeah, definitely. Maybe Olympia. Hey, yeah. Wouldn't you, that be crazy? Give Seattle, run for its money. Oh, no, yeah. the film festival I thought was very successful. Yeah. Did I it, wanted to let you know it is. It is right, it was I was gonna you know. say something
2: as well. So,
3: okay,
0: I got yeah. to eight thirty. Okay, okay. Um, no, I thought I was. I mean, it made me very happy to see what the OFS put on in the film mm-hmm. festival, and um, yeah, I think it, you're right. It's an exciting time, and it's so accessible. Film has been ex- is accessible in a way that it's never been before Absolutely, in terms of yeah. the 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 level to entry is so much lower than it was before. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I mean, obviously there's going to be, you know what I mean? There's going to be a ton of mock. Yeah, but there you know I mean? with, with anyone that can do it. Yeah, with that yeah, But it also gives everybody that maybe can develop into something a chance and Absolutely,
2: 100%. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a really fascinating time, especially when how, with how we're seeing everything evolve and how we're seeing media Change and warp into something different, and that's exciting to see. exciting yeah. to you know observe, I, and it's inspiring too because now it's not uh, from talking with some other people um, who are a little bit older than myself. Um, when they started out as filmmakers or yeah. aspiring filmmakers, it was like okay, you you had to go find a community, whether it be in like college or maybe a couple people in your in your town who are filmmakers, and now. Yeah, it's it's way more broad. You can yeah. even your buddies, you know, they're filmmakers, and yeah. and there it's way more just accessible, not only in gear and equipment, but in the amount of people doing it. So you have this larger community aspect to it, that yeah. is super, I think, helpful, especially when you're young and you're trying to pull for resources. You're ninth grade, you know, trying to make your first film. I don't know. It's just. It's very, it's it's gonna be a really interesting time to see. I guess in I I think like thirty years from now.
0: Oh yeah, who those big yeah. names are, who those big directors I mean, are, who who emerge. Imagine from this you know a red epic, you know, thirty yeah. years from now. On, uh, on the phone, your yeah. kid, your ten year old. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. <Dude>. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna go shoot a masterpiece. Yeah, you know what I mean. A ten year old kid just all right, some prodigy. Think, yeah. No, I mean, but that's, and that's the thing in VR and Twitch, all these things. I mean, it's just, and and this isn't even a, I feel like this is almost broadening now just to what media is and how technology and media are changing how almost, you know, humans, human development, like how the internet has just become this weird, like... A place of information that never the masses never, and even people in general, even the you know, even the kings and queens or whatever of the olden time like, no one humans never had access to all this information. (laughs) It's just, but yeah, 30 years, who knows? Who knows? I mean, we have, I mean, just think about this right now. Okay, we have Donald Trump as our president. (laughs) Listen, I'm not gonna, I don't want to like bash him or anything, but like he played media perfectly in this, in just this sense. And I'm not trying to support him or anything like that, but somehow he hit the zeitgeist of being, making these weird tweets and being this weird form of honesty that came yeah. off as like transparent, but right. it kind of obviously wasn't. But I mean, play, played Twitter and all this. I mean, I don't know. There's Even, something yeah. weird. And 30 years from now, like, if Trump is our president now, what in thirty? You know what I mean? It's like idiocracy. Right.
2: Even with like when Obama first ran in 08, right? Yeah. He used Facebook, and and it was it was blowing people's minds that he was using Facebook as like an advertising tool, and that yeah. is I think one of the main components of why he won the election. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Against McCain. Well, he got sure. his yeah. name out there. Yeah. And yeah. to a much younger you know audience a much younger audience who was using facebook and he kind of like pioneered that area and then like trump kind of was like
0: you think you can use he was already dad? a household name. yeah and then he just took yeah. that took his like kind of social media following but imagine just, i mean imagine a vlogger being the president dude jake jake paul logan <laughs> paul d- dude. imagine it
2: imagine logan cute, paul
0: 2024 you know, PewDiePie, or one of these people you know what i mean yeah they're like, you know, all these twelve year olds are growing up. Making like
2: memes in the White House. Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: and then and then they're like, I'll vote for Ninja. You know what I mean? I'll vote for Logan Paul. <laughs> I just see Mike growing tense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mike. <yeah>. Mike's <laughs> growing. Th- <laughs> uh, Mike will just be in his cabin in the woods, you know, just <laughs> watching these old black and whites that right. no one will understand. Long, long forgotten. <laughs> Why do you watch those old nonsense films, Mike?
3: <laughs> I don't know
0: who that is. Some a redneck talking to Mike, a twelve-year-old, twelve-year-old redneck. <laughs> no, but it's it's interesting. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you have any predictions? If you were gonna predict, you know, put money on it. I think I think it's not too far. Maybe thirty years is g- generous, but like fifty years, I don't know. Virtu- some type of crazy virtual reality. Or you just plug in. And you just hang out. I don't think it's that far. I think it's not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you guys have ever used any of, like, the Oculus Rift or the HTC Vive or anything. It's got a long ways to go. But it has the beginning of, like, like, imagine putting on a headset, right? And, like, let's say you have this whole room. and Because right now with the HTC Vive, you can set markers, so you'll set like a a thing in that corner, a thing in that corner, one over here and one over here. And then if you ever come close to any of the walls, it'll alert you. So you can basically walk around in this whole space and play the video game in that space with headphones on. Wow! And with like, you have these little things that are your hands. And that's the very, you know, this is the infancy phase. So, I mean, 50 years from now, just think about where we were 50 years ago. I remember this video of Bill Gates in advertisement. (laughs) Where he's like, he's like, this floppy disk can hold 10 megabytes. of them. Right. <laughs> and he's on, he's like swinging on a tree and there's like a thousand stacks of paper. Like yeah. All the way, you know, like a redwood forest, all the yeah. way stuck to the top of a redwood. And it's like, br- Dude. this can hold, you know what I yeah. mean? Like that's nothing. If yeah. you could hold 10 megabytes, that's a second of a song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just imagine that. And that wasn't even fifty years ago. Oh, so, I mean, you're talking.
3: Yeah,
2: it, dude, and and we can, and, I can't even. And we're imagine. going at such a faster rate. It's like, dude, yeah. I can't even comprehend. Or maybe we'll go slower. I don't know. You just, like Blade Runner? Yeah, I
0: always say barring a world catastrophe. Yeah. I yeah. always say that. Barring a, barring a world catastrophe. Barring some type of solar flare just wipes, like, dude, this is what I think about too. Imagine a solar flare just wipes out electronics. Dude, people would go crazy. Oh, yeah. We'd be back. In remember the in the 70s? Stone ages.
2: When Manhattan lost power?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know if it was that, but I read something similar to what happened there. Yeah. yeah. Where just something took out all the power.
2: Yeah. I think it was, like a, it was like a goose that was just on a suicide mission or something and just flew into the like, power <laughs> grid or something. It's and on a suicide. And then New York or like I, parts of New York. I can't remember. Maybe it was, wasn't just Manhattan, but I know Manhattan like lost power for like a couple days or something. Yeah. And uh, people went crazy. <laughs> it was nuts. And
1: that was the 70s.
0: Especially cities. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Yeah. What you think? I lived in Minneapolis mm. uh, uh, prior to here, and there was a bad storm, and I lost power for a week. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Whoa. I went out of my
3: mind. Yeah?
1: It was bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're pretty tapped in. I just think about, it, barring a catastrophe, I do think that, uh, that the phone uh, viewers can't see. Listeners can't see Um, that has become second brain already, Mm -hmm, so we're kind of already training ourselves and just the idea that. And I do it and I get annoyed at myself, yeah. But I'll be reading something and then I'll think, Oh, I'm gonna look that up, yep. You kind of instantaneously, I'll go Google that, yep. Oh, what were they in? Who did that? Yeah, what was the, you know. I always think back to high school and, you know, pre-internet. Yeah, uh, I mean, there was bulletin boards and there was stuff happening with, I guess, you know, bald connections. Uh, uh, But there was nothing like the internet. Yeah. And you couldn't find stuff. You had to order it. You got weird catalogs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a friend, and he had a friend who said, hey... And it sounds like so uncool now. Uh, I feel like it's like, hey, go listen to some Captain Beefheart. <laughs> and we had to go and mine catalogs at Sam Goody in the mall, and uh, to find you know a trout mask replica or whatever the hell it was called, so we could <laughs> yeah. listen to Captain Beefheart. And now you could just you could Google that, yeah. and chances are, if you Googled it, you would be like, "Hmm, interesting." I'm shutting that off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and yeah. listen to the whole album, yeah, all the way through, yeah. over and over and yeah. over, because we had heard about the thing and read about this weird person from, you know, years prior who was influential, yeah, in the music scene. But we don't do that, mm-hmm. and I don't do that, no, uh, uh, anymore. Um, and and this has become the second brain. So I think that in a way, okay. we're not quite at the point where we're we're jacking in, but yeah. we're at least training ourselves where I no longer need to carry stuff in my mind nope. in the same way. What I need to know how to do is how to access information. Yes. So I mm. don't need to know information. Yeah. I need to know how to access it, and I need to know how to vet it. Yep. Okay.
0: Right? Yep. You yeah. need to be able to discriminate. And I think that's, that's exactly how this is is like we can you know what i mean we can outsource all our knowledge to this phone and like you're saying as long as we know how to acquire that knowledge through this if it's you know if it's in here and you can and you can access it then it's almost like you don't need to know it anymore and right. that's for so many things
1: right it, so and it's not we're not at the point where it's in our heads but at least yeah. culturally yeah mm-hmm. we have moved in a way that uh, you know just go and look at a group of people at a at a, a restaurant, a bar, oh, or yeah. anywhere, a stadium. Yeah. yeah. And you're gonna see at least in, in, within your vicinity. Yeah. A number of people in their electronic brain mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. yeah. in the 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 present because that's where most of our time is spent now.
0: Yeah, on
1: mm-hmm. the
3: web. Yeah.
1: On the web or on social media or wh- whatever we're doing. Yeah. But I do think it you know, me as well, and this is somebody who's slightly resistant to those things and yeah. you, you can't be. Mm. You also it's like yeah. I I sit I check my email. I actually I, th- I was thinking like I'm on break. Yeah, yeah. But because I got email
0: Yeah. It's like uh,
1: it's I'm a- responding to people at work. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah accessible yeah. because
1: it's accessible yeah. and it's you know we've been trained that way and it's yeah. hard to sort of I think and it's also something it's like well I don't what am I doing right now for the next right. 10 minutes I go check my email yeah 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 it's like absolute habit, yeah
0: habitual
2: I noticed myself recently getting up and like immediately just like checking like oh, yeah
1: my messenger it's like dude
2: dude the first thing I see isn't even the Sun <laughs> it's my white phone screen <laughs> it's
1: like Fuck. One of those sun lamps at week show. Them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sad lamps. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. got those
0: ions in it. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah,
2: but no, it's interesting. Do you guys think that that's going to be more dangerous than helpful, or more
0: helpful than dangerous, or do you think that there's not a way to tell yet? I'm always, I'm an optimist. Always, I think. I think it's always like, you know what I mean? It's how you use it, and like, yeah, there's there's always going to be some destruction with it, some isolation, some loneliness, some, some disconnection. But on the other side of that, you know, it brings certain groups of people together that would never be together. It, it, you know, like, and I, I think I talked to Mike yeah. about this with like, you know, imagine, you know, imagine you're a Christian and you, you're getting sent through, you know, you're, you're a homosexual and you're going through gay conversion therapy to yeah. try to not be that. And you reach out to the internet and you learn, actually, there's a lot of people that have your back. And so, and that's just a tiny, tiny example. But so it's like one of those things where it's like, I think it's, you know, it's in our, it's in our hands. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Evil people are, you know what I mean? are gonna use it in evil ways yeah you know people but i think in general i think it'll be used i and and
1: that i I would agree i think Mm -hmm, it's you could demonize it yeah i think if you demonize it it's bad and i think if you also just proselytize it it's as bad yeah
0: it's exactly
1: i mean there's just as much there are issues with it but there were issues with tv and people spoke of film the same way and people spoke of you know the the early printing press uh, yeah. uh, basically right, yeah. being a, a divisive tool yeah um uh much like you know the internet we frequently hear those arguments with the internet but early printing press and pamphleting that was very much the same in at least early america mm-hmm. um so but yeah i think it's it's how we use it and it is that kind of knowing that it's a, a tool or knowing when you're doing it maybe we don't do enough of that
0: yeah We're new at it. Yeah, we're new at it. You know what I mean. That's what I mean with growing pains. Maybe it's making a lot of people feel lonely and stuff like that, or it's it's causing maybe some insular. You know what I mean. People staying in their liberal or their Republican or whatever. You know their views. Mm -hmm. But I think as we grow more accustomed to it, we might be better at navigating it. Especially, I just feel like the younger generation, especially like even my nieces and nephews who are you know ten and twelve, like they're so quick at like, oh, that's. That's not that's crap. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whereas like I have my uncle, he's like fifty five. No, no, no. He's sixty one now. Sorry. Um, um, and he I mean, he's been scammed multiple times. Really by wow. things that no twelve year old of mm-hmm. this day and age yeah. would ever fall for. We're mm-hmm. talking like Photoshop pictures of like a woman in the hospital where the hospital's obviously photoshopped and getting you know getting money because she has cancer or something mm-hmm. and it's you know it's obviously a scam no 12 year old none of my nieces or nephews would ever fall for that right. like, that's that's fake and mm-hmm. they might not be able to explain how they know it necessarily but, it, but intuitively yeah. just by going through all these memes and all these you know what I mean all these right. videos and like they they would know mm-hmm. in general obviously some would be and I'm not saying no yeah you know absolutely.
2: I have a great-grandmother, and she's like 94 years old, um, somewhere. Actually, I don't actually know her na- exact age, now that I really think about it. She's mid-90s, okay? Yeah, she's, she's been mid-90s. around a while. Sure. And when she was growing up, and I remember she, uh, a couple years ago, I, she asked me what I wanted to do, and I was like, oh, I, you know, I enjoy making films. And she was like, when I was growing up, my father would never let me like go and watch films because he yeah. was like, they're going to rot your brain they're like brain. I, remember, they're, I remember that yeah they're gonna rot your brain that's what you know the devil wants you to see it was just really interesting so I was, I asked her I was like okay, how, what do you think about the way kind of media and our technology has progressed because you you were born into a family that was incredibly poor you guys didn't even have like an automobile mm. for a while and you were able to see all this crazy stuff happen you were able to see us go to the moon you were able to see us you know the invent of the internet you know or the advent of the internet yeah what do you think about how it's going on and she was like nothing's gonna change i mean it's it's gonna change but it's 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 never gonna be for the bad or for the worse so that's kind of where i kind of fall on and i'm like yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be good there's gonna be bad that comes along with it but it's just it's just you know we're gonna chug along
0: unless a solar flare comes through just
2: takes everything out but you know
0: Yeah. yeah i think the human race is just like
2: that yeah um, we are getting a little close to eight thirty here. Yeah. Uh, um Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Is there anywhere nice. that you want anything you want a potential audience of ours to talk about? Or to you follow pull, you? Know, you? Mount Rainier. Yeah, plug loss of Mount Rainier or something.
1: Uh sure, I'll plug Loss of Mount Rainier um briefly. Uh, it'll be coming out next this coming summer.
2: Sweet. Where can you where can we find it if it does?
1: Uh, I Oh, it, when will, it, it will probably be uh, once I do the submit it to some festivals mm-hmm. uh, it'll probably be online awesome awesome
0: um, you can like the f- is there a Facebook page there is a Facebook so page thank you yeah, like there is that. a Facebook
1: page that you can like and follow um, I was I might put something up over New Year's uh, uh, a, a scene from the film ooh so yeah as, as a bit of a tease I'm not going to do a trailer or anything like yeah. that. it doesn't really make sense to do a trailer for a short I yeah yeah um uh I I might throw up a scene. Um that'll be cool. So yeah, but uh look for it. I don't know if you're in the Po. If you're in the vlogging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's for you. Sweet. Awesome. I can't
2: wait. Uh thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for Mike Gray. Yeah. We will catch you guys
3: later. <laughs> We're so bad at doing these <laughs> take outros. It, take it easy, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.